For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Hello and welcome to this brand new edition of CSG Podcast. I am your host for today, Jeff Morton. Ross and Nate uh, should be back soon. I keep saying that and one day I actually won't be a liar. Um, (laughs) uh, Before I get started, I want to talk to you about uh, King Law Firm. Um, Social Security Disability is a is becoming increasingly important in today's society. Um, if you become disabled or unable to work, Social Security disability is a key component to basically surviving the rest of your life. Uh, the King Law Firm specializes in getting Social Security disability uh, for their clients, and uh, it is a long, arduous process. Uh, I have a family member who went through that. I can tell you firsthand, it takes a long time and uh, you really do need someone in your corner to help you out. King Law Firm is the best in Denver. Also, they specialize in personal injury law. Please contact them. Their their, uh, web address is kinglawfirmco.com. That is kinglawfirmco.com. Ask for Kylan King and tell him Jeff Morton sent you. Okay, well, today's going to be a special episode, and I, I, I got I to really level with you guys. The interview with Tim Connolly uh, at the end of this, which is he gave me an exclusive after the draft press conference on Thursday. Um, there was, excuse me, Friday, no, not Thursday, getting my days mixed up. This is, this is what happens when you're almost 40. Um, the, he gave me an exclusive um, but I will tell you more. It's a, it's an interesting interview in a sense that um, Tim was under the weather and largely he had his daughter with him and he was a little distracted. So if he is sounding a little like disconnected a little bit, it's only because it was at the end of a very long several days. And um, but we'll get Tim on again uh, for a full hour with me and Nate, and we'll we'll kind of. We'll get a better better podcast uh, interview on there with him. But you'll be hearing my interview with him at the end of this podcast. Um, as for my thoughts on the draft, well, as I'm recording, and by the way, I've attempted to record this about um, seven times, and I've been been interrupted with phone calls and uh, all of that. And it's been it's been it's been just a very very busy busy day. Um, what I will say is I'm going to concentrate on Michael Porter Jr. on this. The other two draft picks are valuable, Jared um, Vanderbilt and Thomas Walsh. But I, will, I think everyone wants to know about Michael Porter Jr. And the basically the controversy that surrounds him. Um, I will leave the other two draft picks to people who know a lot better than I do. I did see Thomas Walsh at his workout, and he was a very good shooter. And I did mention that in my brief interview with Tim Connolly that you'll hear at the end of the, uh, at the, end of the, uh, the podcast. But to start with, uh, with, we'll talk about Michael Porter Jr. And 
One of the very interesting things about him was his projection at the beginning. Basically, they do these draft projections immediately after uh, the, uh, the, the, the draft. So the, after the 2017 draft, they have immediately have a mock. And Michael Porter Jr. was at the top of that list right after the 2017 draft. And his circumstances are very well gone over. Um, what is interesting is that largely his medicals have been uh, shrouded in mystery. Um, he didn't get to play at uh, Missouri until the very end of the year, and he only played three fairly poor games. Um, so the, the, largely people don't see him. Haven't seen him, don't know much about him other than his projections. Uh, Porter Jr., uh, Michael Porter, excuse me, Porter Jr., Michael Porter um, basically had a, a very serious back procedure that he had an injury that people speculate, and by the way, this tells you what kind of, you know, uh, lack of information, I should say, uh, surrounding Port Michael Porter Jr. has been, and it largely has centered around the fact that there's just not a lot of information surrounding him. No one is exactly sure when he had his back injury. Um, all they know that is, when, is when they got to Missouri, uh, he had to end up having this surgery. And it has been something that... Um, I would say contributed to his falling draft stock, but I believe what, 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 based on people I've spoken to, one of the major reasons that he fell so far was because there was a lack, just a general lack of information. Uh, it was all shrouded in a lot of mystery. I don't know how much the, the Nuggets got when they fell to 14. I do not know how much the Nuggets know. Uh, I can't tell you. Um, I'm not even sure how much they know. Um, at 14, and this is really where we, we get to with the Nuggets. At 14, they felt like since they relatively had a good team already, they could afford to pick him and not have to feel pressure on playing him. And I, I think that that has... That factored into their thinking and say like we could stack and we can get uh, uh, a good to what's projected to be a great player um, at you know the back end of the lottery where we are and we all have a team that's on the verge of the playoffs won 46 games last year so we don't really need to insert him into the lineup like these other teams did. Honestly, I could see that as a, as a, as a overriding and what you would say is a logical factor for the Nuggets taking him at 14. Now, they also liked Zaire Smith. And I do believe that the Nuggets did try to trade back into the first round in order to get pick up Zaire Smith. It wasn't successful, but I do believe that was their intention. Um, it's interesting how that would have worked out, and the Nuggets would have had to give up probably some players on the roster in order to trade back in. 
but Porter ends up sitting. I, I will say he'll probably end up sitting this year. We don't know. Uh, Josh Kroenke gave some contradictory answers to Mark Spears uh, of the Undefeated and uh, then to us later uh, the following day. It was, honestly, and if anyone can give you a definitive answer right now, they'd be lying because no one knows. And that is the part that I talked about on Twitter on draft night. It is a risk, and it's a risk because of this. This whole thing has been shrouded in mystery. No one really knows, and one of the biggest problems is that since no one has a firm grasp on his actual health, projecting what anything he will do is completely speculation. And if you have an accurate read on it, you're probably participating in some sort of witchcraft. I'm joking, but it, it is just it, it, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard to say what he can do. Now, a health, fully healthy and uh, completely functional Michael Porter Jr. goes number one in the draft, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Because if you see his color, his bit of his highlights, and there's not a lot of them, but if you see his highlights, you'll see a dynamic scorer. Someone who can post up, Take it to the rack, shoot a bit. I mean, the guy basically is one of those, you know, one of those people that you really want on your team, especially if you don't have a take it over kind of guy like the Nuggets. So you understand the Nuggets' point of view. You understand why they did what they did. I don't think it was using lack of sound judgment. Any team at 14 who was in the Nuggets' position, and I think. Honestly, Washington came out and said they wouldn't um, they wouldn't have taken Porter Michael Porter Jr. Uh, if he would have been there. I, I I think that's a lie because at that point you have to you have to take on upside. All right. My concern is there is so little known about Michael Porter Jr. that it's going to be really really hard for any of us to have given accurate projection on what is going to happen and I think that that is part of the anxiety and part of the mystery is that we just don't know and we won't know and uh, there's been contradictory answers on if you'll participate in summer league I would highly doubt that Um, but you never know and it's, it's just it's one of those things. It's like, I, I, I wish we as uh, um, reporters had a lot more information on Michael Porter Jr. than we do, but his family and, him, and he himself have been extremely coy about his actual health. And I guess we'll find out because he has to submit to, to physicals and he has to get all checked out by the Nuggets and we'll know eventually. But that's kind of where we are. And listen, if he turns out even to be 85% of what he was supposed to be, the Nuggets have the steal of the draft and likely rookie of the year when he plays. That's how good he was. 
So let's kind of hope that everything is okay. I've spoken to several different people who have had the same or similar surgeries. And it's hard to project based on what, the way that people uh, recover from. Everyone recovers differently. Every person, every body responds differently. Some people were extremely pessimistic. Other people said with the advance in technology, um, the type of back surgery that he had isn't necessarily something that is going to be a long-term issue. We don't know. Uh, it, and, and the fact that there's lack of clarity coming from people even, who've even had the surgery is, is interesting. Because we're into what would amount to uncharted territory with Michael Porter Jr. So we'll find out. We will find out. And uh, it's going to be an interesting um, time period because as of the recording of this podcast, which is on Sunday, um, the Nuggets have to make a decision on declining uh, Nikola Jokic's option and then extending him a uh, qualifying offer. So the process of the Nuggets really trying to retain and extend Nikola Jokic at a big number uh, starts happening this week. And... Let's see, in a week, uh, we're going to be up against the start of the new league year, which is the start of free agency. And the Nuggets don't have a lot of wiggle room to improve the team. Um, They are up against the cap, and, and quite frankly, they will be, if nothing changes, they will be extremely far into the tax. And that will affect... Other moves, that means they won't have the full MLE, and it, it really kind of hampers you if they, once they re-sign Jokic, and if they sign Will Barton, um, Wilson Chandler, uh, and, and Chris Haynes announced that he was going to opt in uh, this week. Darrell Arthur already opted into his contract. That is $20 million between the two of them. Kenneth Reed is still on the roster. There's a lot of stuff happening with this Nuggets team. Uh, a lot of questions, a lot of that. And you, you're going to have a team, including head coach Michael Malone, who has not been extended, operating on one-year deals. That includes Paul Millsap, Fareed, Arthur, Chandler. Um, it is going to be a really, really unique year for the Denver Nuggets. All right, I'm going to get right to the Tim Connolly interview. Like I said, this is going to be a little unique. He had his daughter with him. She, she was, she's delightful, um, but, uh, you know, Tim uh, was a little under the weather. Um, it was at the end of a long, long, long day and a long two days, and uh, I think I, I think that that probably affected him a little. He soldiered through, and he did a great job. Uh, it was, it'll be. I decided to include the whole thing to let you know. Um, I think you will be able to get some good information out of this. Tim is great as always, and I appreciate him coming on. So, ladies and gentlemen, Tim Connolly. This is right after the uh, rookies press conference on Friday. Here with uh, Tim Connolly. You may have known him from previous podcasts. Um, Tim, we just went through the draft. Just overall thoughts in general. Uh, 
I think it was a really good night for the organization. I had three quality players. I had a couple guys that we were able to get a, a bit later than expected because of some health issues. Um, so we feel good. Hold on, I'm sorry. <laughs> So certainly, I think we were the beneficiary of uh, allowing to be patient. We, we have a, because of our roster. Okay. Um, so we we were the beneficiary of allowing to be patient because we have a deep roster. You know, we they all, we see all these guys in long-term plays. Guys we're very excited about. Guys we had ranked much higher than where they went. I'm um, sorry, it was a great night. Um, Michael Porter Jr. He just kind of falls. Um, we weren't expecting that, obviously. Um, did did the health issues really give you any pause? You know, it's it's part of the decision making process, certainly. And you know, th there's no secret that he dropped because of some concerns about his health. But we felt the course of all the due diligence, talking to numerous doctors, talking to our own medical staff, which is fantastic. We felt it was uh, a, a well, uh, I'm sorry, a, a risk worth taking. I think um, he's a young kid. I, don't, I have little doubt that we'll get him right. And that's our our first, second, and third concern right now, getting him right physically. Uh, Thomas Walsh, uh, when I saw him here with the workout, was that a much better shooter than I thought that I was expecting. Uh, was that something you were looking at specifically with him? He has a fantastic spread five. He's one of, one of the more unique shooters at that position in the draft. We were impressed. We saw him work on L.A. We saw him work on here. <laughs> impressed uh, his ability to, to extend his range to the three-point line. Uh, he was always one of the best mid-range shooters. Um, I think he, he, you know, forget he's seven foot one, and former McDonald's All-American, and this year he was one of the better rebounders in college basketball. So it's a combination of size, rebounding, and then ability to stretch the floor as a shot maker. And it's a really bright kid. It's a guy we had kind of targeted late in the second round. Uh, Jared, uh, he he came in and uh, was kind of like one of those picks that you weren't you, you, don't, <laughs> you don't expect. Obviously, you guys traded traded with him to traded uh, who'd you put trade with uh, Phoenix mm -hmm. to get him? Well, what were Orlando. your th Orlando right. Orlando mm -hmm. to get him? What do you think? I mean, what was your overall like feeling going with him? Jared Vanderbilt was one of my favorite players in high school class. Um, saw him play Hoop Summit. I loved his energy. I loved his defensive potential. I loved his willingness to mix it up and just kind of be a, a bulldog. Um, I think he's got natural playmaking ability. At Kentucky, his rebounding numbers um, were almost unprecedented. And he's... He's a guy. <laughs> he's he's a guy that we had a you know a first round grade on. Um, he has some health issues. Um, you know, I think that it's a fantastic chance for him to get his body right. Um, I think he's different than most of our guys, much of our roster in terms of his uh, positional versatility and kind of pass first, um, you know, nonstop attacking style. Uh, you know what, Tim, I'll have mercy on you. <laughs> this is about it. <laughs> I have my three-year-old in hand, so whoever listens to this, and my, and my answers, which are usually lame or worse than usual, That's fine. I blame this one right here. That's right. They hey, just told me I'm doing too much. Well, you, what? you want to say anything? Say to the listeners. Nothing? You had a lot of what you said before. Can you say hi? Can you say hi? Thanks, man. See you later, Tim. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, 
offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.